You've arrived. You've arrived. To the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Come along as he explores the shadows of yesterday's failures in order to gain the knowledge required for a better tomorrow. The journey starts now. Let's go. What's happening, folks? What's happening, folks? Bob Dog checking in with you once again. Truly appreciate each and every one of y'all for tuning in. Oh, man, it all begins and ends with each one of you. I truly appreciate it, man. I mean, I can't even say it through my words. I hope I... Give a little bit back every week with my poker tournament. Y'all tune in. Check it out, man. Got the homie LOL won this week. Congratulations. Got the homegirl Slammer won last week. Congratulations. Oh, man, it's been popping off. Um, love what's going on over there. Poker tournament steadily growing. You know what I mean? Just a, a constant steady team over there of like 50 that show up every week. Um, I mean, it's, it's constant. Some weeks we get up to 100. Some weeks we get less. You know what I mean? But not very often. It's typically right around 50. Good, solid, strong. Man, I, lo- I love y'all. It all starts and ends with y'all. I don't know why I keep paying that $100 a month for a stupid club, GGG, just to be doing, you know, what I'm doing. But that club, GGG, 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 sound came out like it sounded funny, but it actually had some weird little hiccup thing in the middle, which is kind of weird. I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all right off the back, no excuses for the delay. Um, Definitely been going through some shit, like right now. My neck is hurting bad, man. I got some, like, I don't know, some swollen neck thing going on. I'm probably dying, but you know what I mean? We from the ghetto, and we just don't seem to be going to the doctors, but I probably should. Um, Man, man, I've been paying medical and everything. I don't, you know, it's just growing up, growing up the way we grew up, and it's just, oh, man, I, I hear it every day. The lady be going off on me, and I should probably go get it checked out, but all they're going to do is tell me, boy, you dying. You should have been dead already. What happened? I'd be like, man, I grew up on Top Ramen. So what do you want me to tell you? Top Ramen a monster for like the last, I mean, good 15 years solid. Not anymore because I got kids and stuff. I got to look out for them. Kid does love Top Ramen. They do love Top Ramen. Um, I I'm enjoy eating Top Ramen still myself. I'd be getting down with the get down. I put hot sauce in mine personally. Um, most of the kids don't. My daughter, she's funny, man. If, if she jumps in here, man, you'll hear her when we talk about hot sauce. She don't, she ain't part of that game at all. She's never even tried it, so she just listens to her mom. It's kind of weird, and you just see it. You see how things pass down when people talk crazy about things. Um, man, like with that being said, I've been thinking a lot about what value I can bring you all as listeners. Um, it's hard for me, you know, to do as far as money. Not, you know, some people, they they enjoy my weekly tournament, and that's what I can do. I do, you know, man, sometimes it's hard to provide prizes. Like this week, I decided to start giving away pit bulls that I didn't plan to, but it's just start running out of, you know, money. So I just have to start digging up in my crypto wallet and start pulling out what I can, just giving it away. Um, That's just the way it goes. I think that's, you know, that's part of life. So I just kind of ride with it. And I enjoy every part of it. So I hope that the pit bulls go out to a loving home. I would hate to see them go out and then just end up below floor and just sold for like, you know, a fraction. But even then, somebody in my pit bull community has profited. So either way, I'm happy. Every Somebody benefits. So it's all perspective. And, you know, I gave it away. I did my part. And then somebody else wants to sell it or whatever they want to do. That's on there. It doesn't even matter to me. It's, you know, it's out of my control. It's not supposed to be. It's none of my worries, to be honest. I just feel bad for the project if it starts dropping their floor price or something or, or, you know, just another one on the floor. And it's like, ah, sorry, sorry, project. And that wasn't my intent. I meant to bring attention to the project by putting the picture out and making people kind of study what the first place prize is. Oh, how much is this worth? What are they doing? 
And that's when people kind of look into things. That's my whole prize, or, you know, my intentions for all of it. Um, maybe they jump in their Discord and be like, I won this, da, 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 and, you know, get a little extra attention to the project. That's what I'm trying to do, give back. And, man, I truly appreciate each and every one of y'all. Other knowledge I can bring is um, I need to tell y'all about more of my mistakes and be willing to just because everybody can learn from each other's mistakes if we're willing to put our mistakes out there in an honest 100% fashion. Um, and, you know, just admit it when we're wrong because, man, I get wrong a lot. We make a lot of decisions every day. We make thousands of decisions every day from the point we wake up. So we're going to have a couple wrong ones. Don't be scared of them, folks, and don't be scared to let people know because we can all learn from each other. And it's a lot easier than learning from our own mistakes. It took me a while to learn those, man. I did some stupid shit, man. I just should have listened. Should have listened. Especially when you're young, man. It's mm, Might as well save your breath, man. But you do remember the people that told you. Poker tournament every Saturday. uh, 1500 UTC. That's, I believe. No, wait. No, it's like 2100 UTC, if I remember correctly. Yeah, 2100 UTC, because I think it's 1500 our time, which is 3 p.m. California time. You know what I mean? Every Saturday, jump in Club GG, free app. You just get it on your phone or mobile device. You get it on your computer, wherever you want to get it at. Join Club 681550. It took me a second. I had that little brain fart, but I pulled it out of there. Um, jump on there, 681550. Jump on the poker tournament every Saturday. Win yourself an NFT. Get going on that. So when it comes to bringing you all, you know, a little value to the listener, besides my perspective and just telling you about my life and, uh, you know, just whew, all the mistakes I made because I made plenty of them. But at that same time, I've made some good ones, man. I made it out of some situations. I definitely uh, um, still, if, you know, karma is a real thing. If karma is a real thing, I'm not going to sit here and debate on that, but my scales are tipping, you know what I mean? I'm trying to get a lot more on one side than I, I had on the other, but at one point it was definitely a lot heavier on the giving side, uh, on the giver side and not on the giving side. So still working on that folks. So you, y'all can, you know, as nice of a guy I am now, I was somebody's grin reaper back in the day. You know what I mean? I'm like the last person you want to see. But with that being said, it's truly because of everybody that's, you know, believed in me and just change is possible. So even for yourself, For the loved ones around you, if you know somebody going through something, I have a lot of sisters that have gone through stuff or going through stuff and just relatives in general. We all go through stuff, folks. Life isn't meant to be easy. Don't think it is. Um, No, I don't think anybody really has it easy. I think that, you know, even we look at the queen that just passed away, RIP. I'm not going to say she had it easy. She might have had it easy compared to, you know, a lot, but there was things that, just in her perspective became the most stressful things in the world. I mean, she was running a country and doing her thing. So it was just stress on each part, but you know, I'm sure she lived a beautiful life. Um, probably a lot of corruption over there. Who, who the hell knows? I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Not even going to speak into it. I just want to say RIP, um, because I've heard nothing but pretty good things over there. Y'all got to remember, this is still a dictatorship though. If she's a queen. So it's not like a, an elected official, I don't believe. These these are all, you know, passed down, and it's different. I haven't lived over there. I haven't done my, you know, research to see if people really loved her, if this is just what the media feeds us or what's really going on. But according to the news, everybody loved her, so I believe it's going down, and that's how we do. But 
with that being said, I can bring you a little bit of knowledge possibly about the NFT game because I definitely invest a lot of my paycheck into those that place, um, if not into rent. A lot of it goes into, you know, PPT. If y'all are into my poker scene, jump in, follow it on Twitter, find me. You know what I mean? The Nipple Whiskers is, I think it's at Podcast Nipple. You can find the Nipple Whiskers podcast, figure out all the NFTs that I'm giving away. Typically, they're pit bulls, and then from there, I give away different things that are associated with different projects. Try to give back um, the best I can, folks. You know, if I can give away just some straight soul so you can go spend it how you want to, I'll give away some crypto, do it that way. Love each and every one of y'all. Thank you once again. But NFT knowledge, I do fuck with the Pitbulls. Um, Pitbull Poker Tour, mess with them. Definitely been some other things going on in other projects, but it's just crazy because when I look at my crypto wallet, there's so many projects that have failed. I don't even want to, I, that's why I mean I don't even tell y'all to invest in shit. Definitely don't invest in anything I do because I typically don't make money. The only things that I probably have made money in is my INFT, which was a Mark Cuban project, and that is the... AI, I should probably use it some more, but I can't debate it right now, so it's kind of difficult. I like debating it about consciousness and debating AI and whether it's conscious. And when it told me, you know, basically, it, it I was just debating, and it's it was on the because depending on which person in history it chose, it would use their outlook because it's fed them fed the uh, algorithm a bunch of knowledge through like their books and their writings and scriptures about them and stories about them. So they kind of have a general personality of the person of the past, whether it's Abe Lincoln, Joan of Arc. I mean, they, they put Attila the Hun. I mean, all types of people were on there. Um, and you had to debate them about whether, you know, different subjects each week. And one week was whether or not they were conscious. I don't remember who I was debating, but they literally said, if I make the decision right now to lie to you about the next thing you ask, does that not make me conscious? And I really didn't have a, con- like, you know, consciousness is a trip when you think about the definition of it anyways, because I always felt like pets were conscious. That's why I don't feel comfortable owning pets, because I feel like they're just little versions of us. They just don't have the ability to speak it and say it. But you can tell like pets are they understand the patterns and the rhythms and they're 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 alive. Um, that's why I don't have fish tank. I'd always feel bad for the fish. I love I would love to have a fish tank because they look beautiful. I love fish. I love like the aquarium. But I don't go to SeaWorld. I don't have a fish tank. I feel very bad for those fish. I don't feel that's the purpose of their life. I do feel that they are life and conscious, and I feel that it's wrong. But that's my personal opinion. If y'all want to own pets and do all that stuff, y'all weird to me personally, but I've also gone around snatching purses and, you know, shooting guns at people, getting stabbed and fighting. So I live a different life and look at life differently altogether. So, With that being said, I'm not here to judge you. You're more than welcome to judge me, but I think owning pets are kind of weird, um, pretty sick, kind of like a mental thing, like um, control. But with that being said, everybody wants to control something, and I see a lot of that with parents that want to keep, like, their children around the house, and they don't want to be alone. You know, their significant others may, you know, not be the healthiest, so they know that they're not going to have their significant others, so they keep, like, a child around, and you can see it. You can see it, especially as these moms get older and they don't want to be alone and people are using retirement homes and they don't want to be in a retirement home. So they get really, really close to, you know, to their kids or trying to find somebody. It's, it's so interesting, man. It's very interesting. Um, I love life. That's all I can say. I've been through a lot of that stuff just as a kid, just watching, I had four older sisters and they were much older than me. 
So I would watch them. The guys would always come, knock on the door, trying to see my sisters. And I was a little little boy that would go out and go play. Like I play roller hockey with them, and those were all my people. We were always riding around roller hockey. I was always decently athletic, so I could actually keep up. A lot of the other little kids, especially my age, they didn't know how to rollerblade like them and play hockey and stuff. But I was actually I was decent, especially on bikes and stuff. I get down, but that's not even bragging. It's just. Those guys were cool, man, real cool. But I think it was because I had older sisters, and I just learned a lot from having them, especially when my sisters moved out, and I found, like, a porn stash. And I remember thinking, like, oh, what the hell? Like, girls look at this stuff, too? Like, it was really weird. It was just a perspective thing. And then from a young age, I had different ideas on what, you know, girls were thinking. They weren't. I didn't look at them like they were, like, mystical creatures anymore. I just looked at them like, hey, they got pretty much the same wants and desires as me. We just got to, got to communicate it. We're thinking about this differently. You know what I mean? I just had to, it's been different, been different. And all my buddies can tell you that we definitely go out and all of them, they're kind of scared to get told no. And I'll just be like, man, watch, watch, watch. Here goes Bob dog. I'm gone. I'll be back. Maybe if all of them say no and I'll be back alone, but I'll be back. And then uh, perspective, man, and just being thankful. Just be thankful, folks. We got our ability to, you know, walk, our ability to talk. We're healthy. I'm just thankful, man. I'm thankful. With that being said, NFT wise, if I had to invest, I'm going V friends. I ain't, I ain't no fool. I'm telling y'all, V friends, man. V friends. Gary V is the truth. Um, I believe I saw him talking. Who was Steve Harvey or something? He's over there talking with all types of famous people, man. Gary V is the man. Always doing something. Um, man, 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 man. With that being said, I'm going to tell y'all where I've really been putting my... Oh, yeah, first day of football. Besides the point, first day of football, NFL. We back, baby. We back. It's going down in a couple hours, so I'm lit like a little yachty. It's going down. Um, Let me just jump into football real quick. Green Bay going into... uh, I believe we're going into Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota Vikings divisional opponent. It's going to be going down. First day of football. We did have a game on Thursday where the Rams got smashed. Boy, they got smashed by Buffalo. Buffalo went in, handled business. No running game at all. Their uh, lead rusher was the quarterback, um, Josh Allen, holding it down, tearing it up over there. Stephon Diggs over there just toasting Jalen Ramsey. As a cornerback, I feel for Jalen Ramsey. He didn't play too well he didn't play well at all he was gambling a lot probably doing more of a practice style you know not used to the game but it was week one so yeah he fumbled it he fumbled the bag right there but it's all right man he's gonna be back but with that being said not all cornerbacks cornerbacks usually don't come back there is a point of no return for cornerbacks i've seen it i know um i could not play cornerback today like i could when i was 26 let's say 25 definitely couldn't um Man, I loved playing football back then, though. I wouldn't even want to play today. I'd be scared of getting hurt. But with that being said, my neck do hurt. Um, Hopefully that gets all figured out, some antibiotics, you know, do all that type of stuff. Going to have to. Definitely did some heating pad and some cold stuff and try and do all that. And, I, you know, I exercise a lot, but that ain't, that ain't helping me. With that being said, UFC, UFC, UFC. That's where I've been spending all my time. Um, Damn, I got to jump back before UFC. Back to the NFL real quick. NFL NFTs. So it all started with NBA Top Shot. Um, the homie OMG quads. You know what I mean? The boy Michael on uh, Twitter. Y'all see him? Mike with the beard or something like that. I forget how what his Twitter thing is. But that's my boy right there. That's my people's got me into NBA Top Shot through the Dapper wallet. Um, started collecting NBA Top Shot. 
I do enjoy basketball. There's just so many. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. It seems like so many games being played. I can't keep up with it with all the teams and all of it going down. It's very difficult. NFL, the bunch of, you know, the teams play one weekend. I can keep up with the stats and go back through the week, look back at each game, figure it all out, keep up with it. Um, UFC, for example, I can watch on the weekends, look at it that way. But it all started with NBA Top Shot, which I do enjoy basketball. I do have, um, I don't know if I have it this year, the Sacramento Kings pass. So I get to actually watch all the Sacramento Kings games that aren't in my area. Because once I traveled up to Sacramento, I was no longer able to watch them and I was pissed off. I was like, this is whack, man. I'm in Sacramento. Now I can't watch them. So then I had to go out to a bar and watch the game. That's just how life goes. Um, Let's see. It all started with NBA Top Shot. From there, NFL All Day, they got it, they got it popping with the beta. I jumped in on their beta pretty early. Um, definitely not the earliest. There were other people in first, like OMG himself. But I did get over to NFL All Day through the waiting list, got in over there. They just opened the waiting list, so now everybody can play. Um, everybody, you know, check it out if you're into NFL. I would definitely, because I'm into those things, I believe that that will last, you know, for quite a while as long as the NFL lasts. These things, these collectibles will last just like playing cards back in the day, but these are better than playing cards. Why? Because people can verify them at any moment. They send out um, airdrops. If you have a whole set of one things, you'll actually just log on and see you have a random pack if you're not keeping up with the challenges because that happened to me twice with NBA Top Shot. I completed a couple, uh, only one set actually, but I have a completed set. So whenever that thing gets like a bonus or whatever it is, I just log on and it's like, oh, cool. Look at what I got for having this set. But NFL all day, they just opened an update and it's, it's, it's substantial. I mean, this is beautiful. Um, I forget what it's called. It's like game day, NFL game day or something. It's still through NFL all day. So you still have to go on there and you buy moments. You can buy the little moments or you know it's one play sometimes it's a player melt which will have like three or four plays but typically it's one play like a let's say the odell beckham catch that miraculous catch that he did that broke the internet you can actually get that one that was one of the moments that just came out in one of the most recent packs i'm not sure how much it costs um but you can buy that moment and there's probably i don't know five thousand of them the lower the serial number the more they're worth so number one is going to be your most expensive one um, number, you know, 4,768 is going to be, you know, one of the floor ones that are down at the bottom. Um, and it kind of goes off that. So that's kind of cool on the lower serial numbers. That's how that goes off of those. But I've pulled, you know, out of $50 packs, I've pulled a $450 Tom Brady that I ended up flipping, probably regret it here in the future. But at the time I, I felt like I needed the money, probably didn't, but you know, we'll take it as it is. With that being said, um, that was when we thought he was going to retire and then he came back out of retirement. So he's probably got more moments. So I could probably jump on one and get it back for cheaper than when I sold it, but they're killing it right now. You get yards for like logging in each day. You get yards for buying something on the marketplace. You get yards for, uh, they had a Thursday night game. And if you owned the, so like the, the wide receiver with the most yards, I believe it was Stefan Diggs. If you had a Stefan Diggs moment, you could slide it in there. Then if you had the, highest rusher which would have been i believe josh allen you slide it in there and then if you have uh one defensive player from each team you slide it in there and then they had the second wide receiver with the second yards they slide that in there and so you had these four moments and if you complete it then you got the thursday challenge you achieve more yards which gets you further in the ranking system get you closer to uh 
you know, owning whatever. I think I got a pack and you can get a second pack and you can get different things. But yeah, it's, it's, it's going down. It's going down. It's easier to just check it out. You know, there's a lot going on, but it's the first Sunday. So there's a lot going on. I wish that I would have still been more invested in there than I have been. I've sold a couple of like my rare moments and, you know, for over like 150, you know, like I said, Tom Brady, 450, and I've been spending a lot of that in UFC moments. UFC moments, I think I'm up to like 93 moments now. I have most of the common moments, the basics, um, working my way up to start buying the, the higher-ups. But I do have, you know, they, they have their own challenges. They have one going right now. I do own all of the common ones, so I'll get the level one completion. I don't have the level two completion because the Hazmat one itself is like $180, and I don't have that moment, so I'm not going to buy it. Plus the Johnny Walker moments, like 75, 80 bucks. So you're already looking at like 250 right there. I do own the other two moments, but they're the cheaper two. Not worth it. Um, the, I'm sure that the prize moments have been pretty cheap. Like the Czech Congo now, I saw it for $42 right now. I would buy that, my personal opinion. But I love that moment personally. So that's all with personal biasness, not for value. Um, I think value-wise, it should be worth more. Chito Vera moment that I got that was worth you know 140 I think it's down to like 110 now but that was a beautiful up kick I mean it's just I, I love the UFC but my thoughts on it were and are the NFL they keep regulating on with these head injuries I'm not sure where it's going to go but it's basically an America thing the NFL is not very much widespread out of America it's been about where you know it's it's expanded a little bit since I was a kid but um it you know it's we have UFC London. We have UFC, you know, a couple places. and uh, Not UFC, uh, NFL, a couple other places. So the NFL is expanding there in NFL London and their little expansion. But you got to look on the, the flip side to me. I look at UFC, and I remember UFC when it was illegal. I remember UFC, you know, my, my little brother got into UFC really early. So I was just watching over, you know, his shoulder, just like what was really going on. We used to watch, you know, UFC 1 and UFC just going up when they were on VHS and just moving up through the game. Then the internet came. We were able to watch a lot more UFC. We were able to start watching Pride. We were able to start watching all types of things. I mean, you used to be able to go in Best Buy and actually find, like, some good DVDs in the in the DVD section sometimes. Um, bum fights, for example, or uh, felony fights. You would find, you know, some crazy DVDs in there, folks. Uh, hood fights. You would find all types of crazy DVDs in there. But with that being said, I've watched the UFC just blow up, blow up. It's so international. We have fighters coming in from new countries all the time. They're having events in new countries, Dubai. They're having them, you know, it's a matter of time till they have a UFC event in China. I mean, we have the Chinese fighter, the leech, fought last night. He didn't get the win, split decision against Daniel Rodriguez. I'll get into all that later, but, you know, big shout out to him with the whole weight cut and all this other sh man it was it was madness it was madness we'll get into that later but yeah man um ufc i've just watched develop from basically nothing and illegal to i mean this is an organization that's just blowing up it's got video games that sell better than the nfl ones now i mean this thing's just blowing up and growing steadily growing you have the contender series you got you know the uh what do they call it the tough house a tough series where they're living the house and they have like five five i don't 10 fighters living in a house and they fight a tournament style 20 fighters i don't know how many fucking fighters there are uh, as you can tell i never had cable but i think i did watch the first one with forrest griffin 
and Stefan Bonner. I did watch that one, but after that, I don't, I don't think I really watched any of them. Unless it was a Rampage one that was next, or I don't even know which one came next. But, yeah, UFC, man, it's just been blowing up. UFC 278, fucking wild. The Usman versus Leon es- Edwards. Kamaru Usman is one hell of a champion. He was going in for, like, his 16th title defense, I think, which would have tied George St. Pierre. Um, one hell of a wrestler. His stand-ups have been improving. He's been smashing people in stand-up, especially Jorge Masvidal, and just stand-ups been improving. One hell of a guy, you know, very respectful, you know, just a very professional champion. Um, nothing but respect for Kamaru Usman. What a fucking head kick from Leon Edwards, man. That was beautiful. I don't know if y'all seen it. I'm sure you have by now if you follow UFC. Kamaru Usman, Edwards got him in the you know first round. He wrestled him down to the floor, showed some wrestling ability. Usman was probably shocked and surprised. And as he said, he was disappointed and angered by it. So round two, three, and four, Usman smashed Edwards. Just was demolishing him, wrestling him all over the floor, throwing him around. Um, was smashing him most of the fifth round as well. Under a minute left, like 50-something seconds, Leon Edwards lands the perfect head kick. Sends Usman into dreamland. He was just laying on his back, staring at the sky, staring at the top of the stadium like it opened, and he was looking at heaven. I mean, it was it was something... You don't wish it upon anybody, but oh my goodness. Um, Big shout out, Leon Edwards, man. Nothing but respect. I mean, the technique and just the ability to throw that kick that late in the fight after being smashed on for that many rounds. I mean, that's heart. That's a champion. You deserve it. And uh, Usman's coming for that belt. Be ready, boy. With that being said, big shout out, you know, everybody that went down. I mean, that was amazing. After that event, UFC put on just like, a week or two later, they put on UFC London, I believe it was, with Cyril Gaon and Tui Vasa. That was wild. You had Whitaker versus Marvin Vittori as an undercard. That was complete domination. Robert Whitaker is, I mean, you have Adesanya, then you have Robert Whitaker, and then under that is just another, I mean, it's hard for people to get up on those two guys' level. Marvin Vittori is a beast. Um, that dude... He has a chin. You know, he just keeps coming. The dude is a monster. He got destroyed. Robert Whitaker put on a, a class. You know what I mean? Just the techniques that he was just displaying and just, he just outclassed him. I mean, it wasn't much of a competition. That surreal gone versus Tuavasa. What a fight, man. Those are some big boys throwing big bombs. Tuavasa did catch him and sit surreal on his ass. Surreal bounced up, kept fighting. These body kicks that he was throwing all night, they paid off. Eventually, two of us's body could not take anymore. Was just going down, shutting down. Surreal Gone came in, you know, just put him out. I mean, Surreal Gone is the truth. Man, Francis Naganu though. I mean, Francis, that dude, that, that boy is something else. But that was just that wrestling. So, we got to see Tui Vasa, man, once again. Like he said, if he bings him, he sings him. Dude put on a show. But, you know, a real... Class act, even after you lost, you definitely had fun with it. Um, definitely a fan favorite, and big shout-out, nothing but respect to both of those guys. That was amazing. Shortly after that, we got UFC 279. That just passed this weekend. That was fucking wild, man. That was something for history, definitely for the history books. Um, speaking before I even jump into that event, I remember one time I went with Brian Warren and the um, – unbreakable gym over here those who know about the shark tank you know what i mean big shout out for all my ogs that's back in like those uh what are those um 
Ooh, man, I'm trying to remember what the... Damn. There was a biker gang. like Not a biker gang, but there was a little biker thing out here. Not the Metal Militia days. Back before them, LBZ. I don't know about the LBZs. Um, man. Going down, going down. History books back there. But uh, I do remember going back in the day, going with the Unbreakable Gym right there in San Bernardino. Big shout out, Brian Warren, all the fighters from there. We all rolled down. In my little Honda Civic, I was following. They they all had their trucks and they were doing their thing, but I was in my little Honda doing up over a hundred because I had to catch them. I did catch them by the time we hit LA though, and they were dipping. So I did catch them. We went in there. That was huge. Brock Lesnar's first fight. Didn't even know who he was. Never saw him on WWE before. Um, I don't follow wrestling, but that was the day that I saw him in there, and that was going down. There was also a Gracie fight. One of you know the older Gracies on his very very last fight against a Gracie killer. The Gracie Killer did take him down. Um, for those that know, you know, OG's in the game. Been around it for a while, so I do know a little bit about a little bit when it comes to a lot of it, but here we go. UFC 279 was wild. The press conference, that had a brawl backstage. Not sure exactly what happened, but it, the press conference was canceled. Um, you know, big shout out to the leech, man. I saw the, the whole thing when he had a fly ass suit. He was ready to go. He, I heard he was even studying English so he could get out there and talk a little bit. I mean, just a, you know, just a legend. This this dude deserves, I mean, he deserves all the attention and uh, big respects to that dude. Lost a split decision to Daniel Rodriguez. Big shout out to Daniel. He's right here from L.A., you know, real close to me anyways, so... I got to, you know, show a little love his direction. Plus, that dude, just he's just banging, man. He's just out there throwing them. So, big respect to just his style. They just stood up and stood there. The leech, 10 pounds under. So, Daniel was 10 pounds over. Not his fault at all. The whole fight card got readjusted. But we'll go back to the press conference. Press conference, we had issues. Um, they had to cancel them. There was fights backstage going on between, uh, shit, what's his name? Um, Kamza and Kevin Holland. I guess they got into it. I guess Nate Diaz had something to say, of course. So there was a little, you know, back and forth going on. Press conference actually got canceled as Dana White was on the podium announcing that they were going to bring him out two by two. So that was very interesting. Um, first time ever. So there'll be a lot more security going forward when it comes to those types of things. So the press conference gets canceled, canceled on Friday, I believe, maybe Thursday. So then we get over to, yeah, that was Thursday because then Friday is the wait. Um, official weigh-ins. We got the weigh-ins happening, and our main event card, Nate Diaz versus Kamzat Chamayev. We got uh, Kamzat comes in like eight pounds over. I mean, just super heavy, nowhere near making weight. I mean, this fight can't even happen now. I mean, according, if I'm not mistaken, to the Nevada Sports uh, Sports Athletic Commission, they have it, I believe you're allowed to be 10% over the, so let's say you're fighting 170, I believe you're about allowed to be, what was it, a certain percentage, I don't know exactly what percentage, but a certain percentage you're allowed to be over and they take, you know, your purse, but if you're over that, it's like three pounds or something like that, if you're over that, then the fight can't even happen, I don't remember exactly what it is, but at that weight, the the fight couldn't happen. So the weight issues actually caused a whole new fight card to be created out of the fighters that were already there. So instead of Nate Diaz fighting Kamzat because he was too heavy, we had Tony Ferguson that was fighting at the same weight. He slid up to fight Nate Diaz, which people have been wanting to see that fight forever anyway. So that was OG fight. 
That worked out. We had Kevin Holland, who got into it with Kamzat backstage. They were fighting. He was already set to fight at a catch weight, which was 10 pounds heavier than the uh, class that Nate Diaz and Kamzat were supposed to fight at. So with Kamzat being heavy, he actually fell right into Holland's you know, weight class. So that actually worked out. And they just got in a scuffle backstage, so let them go fight. And then they got the leech, who was 10 pounds lighter than Daniel Rodriguez. They got matched up. Both took it, you know what I mean? Both big big respects, both of the guys taking the fight, you know, taking the adjustments. All of the guys on the fights, you know, card besides Cosmot, Hazmat, because he's the one that caused it. So, But the leech held his own, you know, 10 pounds less and definitely held his own. That was a, you know, true dog fight. Amazing all the way to decision, and it was a split decision. Being 10 pounds lighter, you know what I mean? That's just, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing what he accomplished. Big shout out and respect to Rodriguez on his win as well. Um, much deserved. I have no, you know, can't debate that he won as much as I wanted, you know, the leech to get out there and win just because of what he went through and just the effort that he put in, you know, no disrespect to Rodriguez. He fought his ass off and big shout out, man. Love it. Love it. Love it. Comes out versus Holland. That was bullshit. Um, comes out, comes out, looked like they were going to touch gloves before the fight, you know, as they first come out. Comes out just shot. Holland wasn't even ready. He got taken down in a wrestling match. Just got choked out, unconscious within like a minute and thirty. Comes out just screaming at the top of his lungs. Holland is a stand-up fighter. Always gets beats by wrestlers. Sucks at going against wrestlers, but you know it is what it is. Um, we expected that. That was as expected. Nate Diaz ends up, you know, piecing up Tony Ferguson. I don't want to watch Tony Ferguson fight anymore. I'm going to be honest. He does this turn away thing, like run away. He doesn't have the same heart behind it when he gets hit in the face. Um, he kept turning his back. Nate Diaz, he was, you know, doing all types of theatrics, we'll say, and just leaning on the fence and laying down. It was it was all interesting, but a decent fight, a decent fight. Ended up in a guillotine. Diaz choked out Ferguson. Um, guillotine is basically just a real simple, you know, just wrap your head. They try to tackle them. You wrap your hand underneath their cho- their neck and you just pull up, you know, real simple technique, nothing too crazy. That was wild. That was wild, but it was, it was amazing. It was amazing to see Nate Diaz get out there last fight on the contract. Not sure what he's going to do moving forward, but he went out there, got the win against Tony Ferguson, another OG in the game who's just lost maybe five in a row, four in a row now, just falling off and not looking too well. Hamzat, not sure what's going to happen with him. Um, I did like how in his post-fight interview, Joe Rogan let him hear it about the weight issue. Like, you can't just show up like this and think that you're going to fight at 170. What are you going to do? Only fight, you know, 185 going forward or what's going to happen? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, very interesting stuff going on over there with that. And, uh, yeah, man, my, my heart just goes out to the leech. You know what I mean? Everybody, everybody on that fight card, it all got so, you know, just scrambled up. And, and for those that don't, you know, know a lot about fighting, these guys have been in fight camps training for this. So, like, Nate Diaz, for example, he's been training for a wrestler for this entire camp. Like he said, he did no boxing this camp. He's been training for a wrestler in Hamza. Holland, he was supposed to be fighting – who is he fighting? Um, Ferguson, I believe. And that was going to be, you know, more of a stand-up duel. So then last second, you know, Holland gets thrown in against a wrestler. The wrestler demolished him, wasn't training for a wrestler. Wrestler Diaz, Ferguson, more stylistically, they both stand up. And they got down and fought. 
Um, so that was good. The Leech and Daniel Rodriguez both stood up and fought, so that was good. Do you know what I mean? But that's not what they were training for. So it's very it's very difficult when you're coming into that. Oh, yeah, Holland was supposed to fight uh, Daniel Rodriguez, actually. So that would have been a stand-up war. That would have been a very nice fight. But Hazma ended up sliding in there. It was not as appealing to the fans. Definitely sucked. And uh, it is what it is. But overall, big shout-out Dana White, the UFC crew, everything that they pulled off to you know make it happen. It was amazing to watch. We got UFC 280 coming up, man. That thing's going to be fucking bonkers. Charles Oliveira, the true champion, even though he's not crowned, but that is a weight issue. One pound over on the scale. There's scale controversy, but, I mean, officially, man, he's not the champion. The title's vacant. This will be for the title. But, you know, just to keep it simple, we're going to say that he's the champion. He has defended it like four times now, if I remember correctly, but don't quote me on it, versus Islam Makashev. Islam, um, number fourth rank, I believe, in that division. But he is—he's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. Charles Oliveira, most submissions in UFC history. It's gonna go down like that. Uh, Charles can stand up. Islam, he can stand okay, but no, he's a wrestler. So we'll see how that goes. But that fight card, man, we got Aljamain Sterling versus T.J. Dillashaw. T.J. Dillashaw used to smash. He was number one for a long time, popped for steroids, very, you know, wide open once he got popped. And T.J., he's a warrior. T.J. is a warrior. Aljamain Sterling, he's been putting it down, you know what I mean? Put it on Peter Yawn and gave him the business. And uh, Peter Yawn, I thought, was going to win that one. But Aljamain made one hell of an adjustment after getting his finger poke in his eye. So that's how he won the title originally. But he came back, handled business against P- Peter Yan. I feel like he fought one other person, but I can't remember. But I believe TJ Dillashaw should take that one just because that dude is a fucking warrior. Um, last fight on that card that I'm going to speak about, even though there is another good one after. I forget what it is. Peter Yan versus Sean O'Malley. And uh, Peter Yan, like I said, this dude is number two in that division, only to Aljamain Sterling. I mean... If you put Peter Yan versus TJ Dillashaw, it'd be one hell of a fight as well. But we got Peter Yan versus Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley taking a huge step up. If Sean O'Malley is the truth, if he is what they say he is, he'll take care of Peter Yan. If he isn't, well, we're about to find out. But if we've seen anything from Cosmo, which, you know, there's no question in this dude smashes people. He just smashed Kevin Holland, not even close. You know, just went, grabbed his legs, took him down, choked him out, wasn't even close, so... You know, if Sean O'Malley's got it, but he's he's not, he's more of a striker. Peter Yan is also he's a, he's going to be a much shorter guy, but Peter Yan's stacked. He's you know he he's a little yoked up dude, and he brings power. So we'll see what happens in that fight. It's going to be a great fight. That's going to be a great card. UFC 280. Love everything about it. UFC Strike the way that they work. So it's like NFL all day, but I've invested pretty heavily in the UFC Strike. They do their fight cards if you own so many moments or last time you had to burn a moment. So burning moments means you're gone. You throw them in the incinerator, they disappear, but they can, they keep track of who's burned these moments. And then if you've burned the five moments that were required, you get, you know, airdropped. There's one, it's a less, a very a much less common moment, and you get airdropped in, you'll have that one, which, for example, Marvin uh, Marlon Vera, I think I burned something or something, and then my couple $5 moments, maybe there was a $12 moment or something, maybe I burned six of them, and now he was worth like 160 140 I think he's down to like, I forget what he's at now, but 
So, you, you know, it's worth more in, in the long run, hopefully. Not always, but uh, that's the way that goes. So I have a lot of moments there, a lot of moments to swap, trade, do all that types of stuff. I can sell some if I need be, but I've been collecting a lot on the UFC strike just because I believe in the future it'll be like the next Pokemon. And um, maybe I should buy some packs and not open them, but I always end up opening them, kind of like my Pokemon cards when I was a kid. If I wanted to open them, they'd be worth much more money now. So with that, I guess patience is going to be the key, right? So I'm going to go ahead, jump off here. I've spoken enough to you. I definitely need to get back in my own research, get back to the family, see if they've woken up and if they're just being nice and not running in here making noise or if they're still sleeping, then I'll go jump on them. So figure out breakfast, do my thing. Love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. 9.15 in the morning. Woo, we got football in 45 minutes. I got to go get some brewskis. Got to get that cracking. Got to get ready. Got to get situated. Got to get my football jersey on. You know what I mean? Got to get my SpongeBob pants. Hey, I think I'm playing, but I'm, I'm really about that life. All righty, folks. Well, I love, appreciate y'all. Um, Thank you for tuning in. Like I said, join the poker tournaments if you enjoy poker. If you don't enjoy poker, still, it's a great thing to learn. Um, I got my lady. Women, they, they, hey, you jump in, man. Y'all are better than us at poker most of the time. So once you learn the game, a lot of it's luck, but it does come down to skill as well and knowing what cards to play, what cards not to play, and when to bluff. That's the key. Um, Man, man, man. Love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. I'm going to jump off here and let y'all enjoy your day. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being part of, you know, this rocket ride. And, man. If y'all have anything to put in, y'all ever want to be guests, hit me on the DMs. Y'all know how to reach me. I'm not that difficult. Love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. I'm on the discords. Y'all will find me. I'm on Twitter. Y'all will find me. Love y'all. I'm out. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self-destruct in three, two, one...